What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. Where does our will to live come from? Is it goals? Is it something we are looking forward to? Is it hope? Is it anticipation of a better tomorrow? How come some people are so full of life and some are not? What is it that keeps us with this desire to live? And we can think about this through inversion. What would you have to do to have zero desire to live? And an underlining question from all of this, as we ponder on the source of this will to live, can it be sourced from someone else? Or is it only self-sourced? Can you help anyone else with their will to live? Is that even possible? What is it that causes us to throw our life away in increments? What makes us devalue the days that we have been given? Or what causes us to cherish life, to live each day fully, to be excited for each upcoming one? Admittedly, I'd be lying if I didn't say that I relate to not having the will to live. At least at times where I don't even want to be awake to experience being alive. And if I cannot sleep through it, then I try to sleep through it while awake with distractions and escapism. And of course, I've had seasons of my life that are completely the opposite, where I am excited to experience each day, when I love everything around me and want to be awake for it as long as possible. These times of my life, I don't want to sleep. I want to be present. I am most present and fully engaged, and I want to be awake for everything. I don't want to miss out on anything that's going on. It's, everything's too exciting. So even using myself as a subject to study, I have been trying to reflect on what is different about those times. Some of which I alluded to earlier comes to mind. In those times I am envisioning, I am going after what I envision. I am less encumbered by doubt and overthinking. I am more in flow. I'm more in trust. I feel everything is within my grasp because I am giving myself the evidence of effort in those directions. And if I was to boil it all down, it is hope that tomorrow is worth living, worth being there for, and that it will be better than today. At least for me, it is the promise of that tomorrow that holds something that today is building towards. It's not that I have to have it right away either. There's no impatience in that energy. It's just that knowing with as many todays as I'm continuing to effort into that tomorrow is almost guaranteed to be supported by how I am living. Having that feeling in the back of my mind, knowing that, I guess that comes with a sense of pride in myself. And a lot of this can be described in terms of neurochemistry and not going into the weeds with my limited understanding of those, but I am probably describing peace, peace, serotonin, earned through drive, dopamine, earned through effort. Drive in itself implies going somewhere. And it's the journey and its anticipation of somewhere that is the good feeling that I'm probably feeling in those moments. So if we were to bring what I gather about myself into the broader question, can you then give someone else these feelings without them having the drive and the followed up effort to earn it? Is it even possible to give someone else their will to live? And I'm inclined to say no, but I feel helpless in admitting that to myself when it comes to the people that I love and even reaching myself in those moments. 
and it's a puzzle piece I'm invested in trying to solve for, not only just to reach myself in the depths of darkness where I lose my own will to live, but also for the people I love around me. The gym I go to has a few inspirational characters that make me think about this and their motivation on this topic. There's a 78-year-old who I speak to regularly, who doesn't appear to be 78 by any stretch of my experience. Not only does he work out as hard as me, he is fully engaged, remembers every past conversation that we've had, brings it up, refers to it, and is astute in his understanding of exercise science. And still he continues to remain open and humble enough to ask me for suggestions. There's also a 98-year-old who can be seen early mornings pushing the sled or doing push-ups and squats and again is so much more than just his age. It's almost like these people are still looking forward to something. They are still improving. They still are working towards a better tomorrow, still working on their strength and improvement and the grasp on the world. No matter how much time they can easily perceive to have left and do otherwise, they can easily say, my time is done and it's over. And what's the point of all of this? Let me just eat and enjoy the rest of my time. I want the same thing for my father, but I don't know how to get him there. There's a part of me that can't help but feel that he fought cancer and fought through COVID during cancer treatment and all the difficulty that he went through, all that because he had some will to live. And there's something really respectable about the way he, whatever he had to do, he did. He shut off his mind maybe and the doubts that went through his mind and just went through the motions of his treatment in hopes to improve and come back to a normal life. But now that he's in his normal life, or most of what he wanted to return to maybe, barring the weakness and the limitations that still remain, I can't help but be saddened by him not taking each day as the gift that it is to be lived. But that's his own life. He gets to live it in the way that he envisions it. And unfortunately, I can't have more of a will for him than he has for himself. And again, having had my own brush with death more than a few times in my life, I also could expect the same from myself. But soon, unfortunately, the patterns of habit returned and I am pulled back into the ships of the season that I am in and I lose the greater perspective. And I suspect the same happens for him or any of us that are not in touch with his gratitude all the time. And for those it doesn't happen to, they must have a different baseline of appreciation and gratitude for their life that they must return to. And am I wrong for thinking that God gives us an opportunity at another day for us to view it as a gift? Not everyone makes it through serious disease. Not everyone gets to grow old. And many, as we speak right now in the world, have their lives under threat due to conflict or calamity. Is it not for us to live for those who are not able to have a chance at the life that we do? Is it not ungrateful to get to so much privilege where willpower is even needed to be summoned to live. Isn't that in itself a silly thing to think about? While there are others who would kill to have what you have. To some people, their ceiling is your floor. And really, even if you don't have hope for a better tomorrow, you could still find so many things to be grateful for today that even if they just continued this way, you could be grateful tomorrow. Just the simple fact that you flip a switch and a light turns on, or open a tap and water flows out is a magnitude of blessing you don't realize until it's not there. 
But saying all of this, hearing all of this, it doesn't change anything, does it? You, like me, will go right back into the chaos of life and lose the essence of gratitude within it. And I don't know how to give you the will to live. We all have agency over our own life to do whatever it is that we want to do. It's in your hands. So no matter how much you draw from the outside, I'm afraid a lot of it is still left to you. It's on you mostly, it seems, whether or not you have the will. But I do wish, I do hope, you find it and keep it. I love you, family. Stay true always. I see you on the next show.